Hey, this is Jeremy Rinke. I'm the pastor at Harvest Christian Fellowship in North Platte, Nebraska, and this is our podcast. I want to thank you today for joining us. I hope this encourages you, strengthens you, and blesses you. Enjoy the message. All right, well, this morning I do. I want to continue with a sermon series that I started last weekend. Uh, we're calling this new sermon series Jira, which means the Lord will provide. You know, I know again this morning that the reality is that for, for many people, they're, they're struggling right now financially. Uh, they're struggling to, to pay all the bills. They're struggling to put gas in the car. They're struggling to, to put food on the table. You know, this, this past year, it's just been a, a challenge for, for so many as we've seen uh, record high inflation, which has just caused the, the price of everything to just skyrocket. You know, the, the state of our economy really has, it's put a, a financial burden on, on so many people. And, and my prayer for this series is that just despite the, the shakiness of the economy, uh, despite the, the rising cost of, of living, that you would just become just confident that, that God, that he will provide for you, that he will meet all of your needs. You know, our theme verse for this series is Psalms 37, 25. David, he said this, he said, once I was young and now I am old, Yet I have never seen the godly abandoned or their children begging for bread. You know, I, I so love this verse. And, and here, David, he, he reminds us that God, that he will never abandon us. He, he reminds us that God will, will never leave us going without. God, he, David, he reminds us here that God will always be faithful to provide for us and to meet our needs. And the reason why is because he's Jehovah Jireh. He's the Lord, our provider. You know, I really believe that in these days that we're living in, that we're going to just see God move and he, we're going to see God do so many amazing things. And, and that includes in meeting our, our needs. We're going to see God provide for us in, in supernatural ways. And so what I wanted to, to do in this series is I wanted to, to share with you some of the different stories in the Bible of God just supernaturally providing for his people. And then we're just going to look at some important lessons that we can apply to our lives today. And so last week, just a quick review, we began by, by looking at God providing food for the Israelites for 40 years as they wandered in the, the wilderness. You know, God, he had rescued the, the Israelites from the Egyptians, and they had found themselves in the wilderness as they were heading to the promised land. And it was there in the, the wilderness that they were without, without food. And so the people, they began to, to whine and they began to complain. And, and God, he heard their complaints. And because he loved and because he, he, he cared for the Israelites, God, he provided them with food. Every morning, God would provide them with bread. Every evening, he would provide them with meat. There was not a day that went by for 40 years that the Israelites went without. And what I wanted you to take away from that story is that just as God was faithful to take care of the Israelites in the wilderness, man, God is going to be faithful to take care of you and to take care of me. And I just want to remind you again this morning that God, he just wants us to trust him one day at a time. Give us this day 
our daily bread. God wants us to trust him one day at a time. I want to remind you that provision requires obedience. Oftentimes, God will ask us to, to do things in order to, to bring that provision into our lives. You know, just I said last week, just as faith, just as a trust is important to God, obedience is just as much importance to God. This, this faith and this obedience thing, it, it goes together. And then thirdly, I want to remind you that we must never forget, man, God's faithfulness. I love that God, he told the Israelites, hey, I want you to take some of that manna and I want you to put it in a container and I want you to take that container of manna with you wherever you go and I want you to keep it for even future generations so that you can remind them that you know what, God, he was faithful then and he's gonna remain faithful now. Well, this morning, I, I want to look at a, another story in the Bible, and, and this story is a story of a, of a widow and her son, and, and they, they were both, they were just in, in desperate need of food. Uh, the reason why they were in need of food was because there was a, just a, a terrible drought that was uh, taking place throughout this land, and, and it was just leaving people in desperate need of, of food. Well, this widow and her son, they were, they were on the verge of being just completely with, without food. They didn't have any more money. They would just had a look, just, she just had a little bit of flour, just a little bit of oil left, and, and they, were, they were done. They, they were going to die. Well, one day, the, the prophet Elijah, he, he shows up in t this, to this village where this, this widow lived, and, and, and God, he, he moved, and, and God did what only God can do. And so let's read this story together this morning. It's found in 1 Kings chapter 17, and we're going to begin reading with verse 7. You can follow along with me. It says this. It says, but after a while, the book, brook dried up, and, and there was no rainfall anywhere in the land. Then the Lord, he said to Elijah, go and, and live in the village of Zarephath near the city of Sidon. I have instructed a widow there to feed you. So he went to Zarephath and as he, as he arrived at the gates of the village, he saw a, a widow gathering sticks and he asked her, would you please bring me a little water and a cup? And as she was going to get it, he, he called to her and he said, bring me a, a bite of, of bread too. But she said, she said, I swear by the Lord your God that I don't even have a single piece of bread in the house. And I only have a handful of flour left in a jar and a little cooking oil in the bottom of the jug. I was just gathering a few sticks to cook this last meal and then me and my son will die. But Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Don't, don't be afraid. Go ahead and do just as what you've said. But make a little bread for me first. Then use what's left to prepare a meal for yourself and your son. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. There will always be flour and olive oil left in your containers until the time when the Lord sends rain and the crops grow again. And so she did as Elijah said. And she and Elijah and her family continued to eat for many days. There was always enough flour and olive oil left in the containers, just as the Lord had promised through Elijah. Isn't that a super cool story? And so here, Elijah, the prophet, he, again, he, he shows up at this, this village where, where God told him to go. And, and Elijah, he, he, he finds this widow and, and he asks her to, to make him some food. And this widow was, hears this and she's like, what? Like, like all I, I, don't, I don't have any bread to, to give to you. All I have is a little flour and a little, little oil. And me and my son, we're going to make one last meal. 
and then we're, we're going to die. You know, this woman, she had to have been so scared. She had to have been so worried knowing that her and her son were about to die as they were almost completely out of food. Well, knowing that this woman was scared, Elijah, the first thing that he told her was, don't be afraid. We need that reminder, don't we? Don't, don't, don't be afraid. He says, go and, and do what I've asked you to do. Go, go and, and make me some, some bread. Do that first. And if you do this, man, God, he will provide for you. You will have enough oil. You'll have enough flour until this drought is over. And again, I love this, this widow. She obeyed. She trusted and, and she obeyed. And she went and she made Elijah some bread. And because of her, her faith, because of her trust, because of her obedience, that, that flour, that, that oil, it never ran out. God supernaturally provided food for this widow and her son. God was Jehovah Jireh, right? The Lord, our provider. He, he met this widow and her son's needs. And I know, I, again, this morning, I, I know that there may be some of you here this morning that you find yourselves maybe in the same shoes as this widow, you find yourself worried, you find yourself scared because maybe you're thinking, I'm, I'm not, I don't have enough. Man, I, I don't have enough finances. I don't have enough food. We're, we're not gonna, gonna survive. And, and I want you again to know this morning that just as God loved this widow, just as God cared about this, this widow and her son, man, God, he loves and he cares about you. And just as God was faithful to meet the needs of this widow, man, God is going to provide and it's going to take care of you. Amen? And so this morning, again, I just want to encourage you today to continue to, to put your trust, put your faith in Jehovah Jireh. Be obedient to do what he is asking you to do. And I don't know how, but I know he will. I know that God, he provides in ways that we would never dream of. God provides when we least expect it. He truly is. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's the Lord, our provider. And so this morning, what I want to do is I want to share with you again just three important lessons that I want you to take away from this story. The first lesson, you can write this down. There's an outline in your bulletin is this, is that our faith must be greater than our fear. Our faith must be greater than our, our fear. You know, again, for this widow, she was, she was afraid. This widow, she was, she was scared that she was going to, to die from this drought. She thought that after they ate this final meal together that their lives were going to be over. But again, what I, I love about this widow, though, is that, that when Elijah showed up and told her to go and make her, him some bread, that, that she did. She, she trusted and she was obedient. She allowed her faith to become greater than her fear. And so this, this widow, she went home, she got that little bit of flour, she got that little bit of oil, and she made Elijah some food. She's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna settle for death. I'm not gonna let fear keep me down. You see, when, when things look bad, when we don't see an answer, man, we can so easily lose hope we can throw in the towel, we can give up. And it's in those moments 
where we must allow our faith to become greater than our fear. We must allow our, our faith to become greater than our, our fear. And, and that's why this morning it's so important that we are, are, are daily reading God's word and, and that we're reading stories like this. I, I don't know about you, when I read this story this week, I was like, man, if God did that for that widow, he can do it for me. You see, God's word gives us the, the faith that, that we need to overcome our, our fears. In fact, the Bible says this, it's in Romans 10, 17. It says, so faith comes by hearing and hearing comes how? Through the word, the word of God. You see, it was a word from the Lord through the prophet Elijah that, that gave this widow the faith that she needed to overcome her fear, right? It was a word saying, man, if you do what I, I've told you to do and God's going to provide for you, and that word from Elijah gave her the faith that she needed to overcome her, her fear. And just like, just like this widow needed a word from the Lord, man, we need a word from the Lord. And we're so blessed that we have God's word with us all the time. You see, God's word gives us the, the faith that we need to keep moving forward and to keep believing for a miracle. And, and so this morning, I want to just encourage you, man, to, to make a daily habit of, of reading God's word. I know about three months ago, I made a decision that I was like, man, I'm kind of slacking in this area, that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to just read God's word every single day. I'm going to be digging deep. And it's just been amazing how God's word, it truly does. It gives us the faith we need to overcome our, our fears. And so I want to challenge you to be reading God's word daily, because it's by hearing God's word that gives us faith, right? And then secondly, I want to really want to encourage you to, to make coming to church weekly a priority. I know that we get busy, but it's so important that we're, we're coming to church and that we're hearing God's word and that we're getting around other believers. Man, that makes such a, a huge difference in our life to allow our faith to become greater than our fear. You know, Psalms 34, 4 says this. It says, I sought the Lord, and he answered me, and he delivered me from all my fears. And so if you're here today, and you're, you're struggling with fear in any, any area of your life, but especially your finances, man, the best thing that we can do is to, to seek God. To seek God. Seek God through reading his words. Seek God by, by, by coming to church every week, by getting plugged into a, a small group. Seek God. Put God first. Because it's by seeking God that he will deliver us from all our fears. And so the first lesson that we can learn from this story is that our faith must be greater than our fear. The second thing, second lesson we can learn from this story is that God wants us to put him first. God wants us to put him first. You know, I don't know if you've caught this, but there is a very important biblical principle that we find in this story. Again, Elijah, he is a prophet from God. And, and he tells this widow, he says, I want you first to make me some bread. And then what is left over, go ahead and make you and your son some food. And, and you might think, you might hear that and you might think, wow, Elijah, that, that's pretty selfish of you, right? You, maybe, maybe you should have had the widow and, 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 her, her, make her and her son some food, and then what you eat the, the rest. But what, 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 God, what God was 
wanting this widow to learn was that we need to put him first. And when we put God first, man, he blesses us. He supplies all of our needs. And so for this widow, even though it didn't make sense, I love this, that this widow, she chose to trust God. And again, she, she obeyed. And, and as she put God first, the result of putting God first, God, man, blessed her, right? And supernaturally provided for her and met all of her needs. You know, the Bible says in Proverbs 3, 9 and 10, it says, honor God with everything you own. Give him the what? The first and the best. And then it says, your barns will burst and your wine vats will brim over. You see, God wants us to put him first in, in every area of our lives, and that includes our, our, our finances. And, and I know that there are times when this is, is hard to do, and it doesn't always make sense, but God, he wants us to put him first. And, and that takes, again, it takes faith, right? And, and it takes obedience. But I want you to know this morning that when you honor God and you give God your first and your best, Man, God, he, he blesses, for it, blesses you for it, and, and you do. You truly see God's faithfulness to provide for you. You know, I, I don't always talk a lot about this, but man, I am a big believer in giving God the first 10% of your finances. It's what we call a, a tithe. And, and I know that in my life, I remember even my first job, man, I've just began to give God that first 10%. That's the first and the best. And as a result of giving God my first and my best, man, God has always been so faithful. He's been so faithful to provide. You know, the Bible says this in Malachi 3.10. It says, bring all the tithes into the storehouse so that there will be enough food in my temple. If you do, says the Lord of heaven's armies, he said, I will open up the windows of heaven for you and I will pour out a blessing so great that you won't have enough room to take it in, try it. God says, put me to the test. And, and so I know when we hear this, we're thinking this doesn't, doesn't make sense. But I want to challenge you this morning to put God to the test. Give him your first and give him your best. And as you do, I promise you that you will see God's provision and you'll see God provide for you in supernatural ways. Amen? And so that's lesson number two. And then here's the last one. The third lesson we can learn from this story is that God has more than enough. God has more than enough. And so here this, this widow is. She had just used up the, the rest of her flour, the rest of her oil. And then I love this. She, 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 she's obedient and she does what Elijah uh, told her to do. And the next day she goes back into the look into those containers and, and guess what? There's more flour. There's, there's more oil. They, they can eat for the day. Then, then the next day, they, she goes back again, and, and, and guess what? There's more flour. There, there's more oil. She can eat again. And, and this goes on for, for many days until this, this horrible drought is over. You know, God, he supernaturally provided for this widow and her son. His provision was more than enough for them to survive this, this horrible drought. You see, I want you to know this morning that we serve a God of more than enough. 
We, we serve a God of more than enough. He, he's a God of unlimited resources who, who can provide and who can take care of all of his children. You know, I so love this verse. It's Psalms 37, 19. It says, they will not be disgraced in hard times. Even in famine, they will have more than what? Is that a great verse? You know, even during these times of, of economic uncertainty, even during these times of high inflation, even with high gas prices and high grocery prices, man, we don't have to worry because we serve a God of more than enough. Man, God has more than enough resources to provide and to meet all the needs of each and every one of us. Man, God can and he will take care of us because he's more than enough. I want to close with this verse. It's 2 Corinthians 9.8. It says, And God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. And so as I wrap up this message, man, I, again, I, I just want you to know today that we don't have to worry, that we don't have to live in fear because we serve a God who will generously provide all that we need. Why? Because he's more than enough. He's Jehovah Jireh. And so when you find yourself like the widow in this story, running on empty, when things are, are maybe looking bad financially, remember that God will provide. That God will provide because he is Jehovah Jireh. And so this morning, I just want to encourage you to let your faith be greater than your fear. Let your faith be greater than your fear. There's going to be times fear comes. It's an emotion that we all have, right? When you turn on the TV, it's easy to be like, uh-oh, and become fearful. But we got to let our faith become greater than our fear. We must always put God first, even when it doesn't make sense. Because God's saying, hey, trust me, be obedient. And as we give God our first, as we give God our best, he is so faithful to provide. And then I just want to encourage you to not forget that we serve a God of more than enough. Amen? Amen. Amen. Would you bow your heads with me and close your eyes this morning? You know, I just really felt like these messages are, are, are so timely for, for so many. And I just pray this morning again that you would just become so confident that God, he is, he is Jehovah Jireh. He is the Lord, our provider. And I just pray that in these times that we're living in, that we would trust God and that we would be obedient to do what he asks us to do. And I know that as we do those things, man, God will be so faithful to provide. He'll be so faithful to meet the needs of his people. You know, again, this morning, though, the, the most important need that we have in our lives. It's not the, the need for food. It's not the need for money. But the most important need that each and every one of us have is the need to be saved. The, the need to be saved from our, our sins. And, and the good news this morning is God, he, he met that need by sending his only son, Jesus Christ, to come into this world and to die on a cross for us so that we could be forgiven of all of our sins and so that we can have eternal life. And the way this morning that we simply receive this gift, this, this gift of forgiveness, this gift of eternal life, is by simply putting our faith in Jesus and by confessing him as the Savior 
and the Lord of our lives. And so if you're here this morning and you need Jesus, you need Jesus to save you, man, if that's you this morning, I want to invite you to pray this prayer with me. Would you all pray this with me this morning? Say, God, I I thank you today for providing me with a Savior. And so, God, I ask you right now to forgive me of all of my sins. And I ask you to give me your life. And so, Jesus, right now, I'm making a decision to put my faith And only you, as I confess you, Jesus, as a Savior and the Lord of my life. Amen. If you prayed that prayer with me for the first time, I want you to know that I'm so excited for you because I know that your life will never, ever be the same. I also want to encourage you to tell someone about the decision you made today. And then I want you to find a good Bible-believing church that will help you grow in your faith. I want to thank you all for listening to our podcast today. May God bless you and may his face shine upon you.